The 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft autograph card of Mike Trout is rapidly becoming one of the most sought-after cards of all time and could very well someday be the new face of the hobby. There are various flavors of this card, with one being more limited than the other. But whether you own the standard issue or the superfractor, the card itself has already reached legendary status in the hobby. Overall, the design of 2009 Bowman Chrome is very clean, and the designers provided a nice size autographed area for players to sign. The blue ink really pops against the white area, and while the image of Trout on the card is far from iconic and doesn't match the impact it has and will continue to have on the hobby, it demonstrates how far he's come as a player, even though he was a late first round draft pick. Besides the image, the card is incredible, and if Trout continues to post numbers at a Mickey Mantle pace or better, why couldn't this card be the new symbol of the hobby? Who better to discuss this amazing card with than the man who bought the Trout Superfractor for $400,000 and also owns one red and seven orange refractors of the card? He's known as Vegas Dave, Dave Wancha. Dave, it's Chris. How are things in Vegas? Super hot, but I'm always busy in Vegas. Another dull moment. It's never a dull moment for you, my man, and it's always high stakes. Speaking of high stakes, it wasn't too long ago when you went all in on the 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft Super Fractor Mike Trout autograph card. I'm infatuated with that card in general, and there isn't a better person to talk to about that card with than you. Sure. Just any questions you have, feel free to ask. I'm an open book. I'm Chris Stuber, and this is a special bonus episode to Season 1 of the Baseball Cards Daily Podcast. Before we talk about the 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft Mike Trout autograph card, I want to ask you about your Topps custom card. The card features a photo of you sitting in your Ferrari holding the Trout Superfractor <laughs> that you purchased for $400,000. Tell me about how that card came into play. I have no idea. Someone was, uh, I guess, a good marketer and had a vision that uh, to make that card of me. And maybe they thought I was going to buy it. I thought it was a joke until... I think it actually sold for $40,000 and then went like virals, like a, a bunch of other podcasts and baseball card forums. So someone had the vision to create it. Someone paid 40000 maybe and hoping that they could uh, sell it to me and double their money, but I wasn't interested in it. So wait a second, hold on. You did not create that card. Somebody actually created that card. Correct. I have no idea who did it or, you know, I have no idea. I was getting people messaging me saying, hey, are you going to bid on this card? And I thought it was a joke at first, but eventually <laughs> it was true, but I never, I never, I never uh, placed a bid on it. And I have no use for it. But how did they get that photo? Oh, that photo was taken. I took that photo and posted it on my Instagram and my YouTube when I bought the card. When I bought the card for $400,000, the guy from Taiwan came in. We filmed an episode of me going to Bank of America and then giving him the $400,000 for the card. I walked out and the video cameras took a picture of me holding the card in my Ferrari when I left the bank. Oh, he probably got it off my Instagram. That's fantastic. So is that actually your Ferrari? Yes. That's that awesome. Was... So what was it like meeting the guy from Taiwan when he came over with the card and you got that in your hands for the first time? 
Well, he didn't speak any English, really. Uh, he had to bring his brother-in-law, who okay. was a translator, because the guy came from Taiwan. His brother flew in, I think, from Florida. Mm-hmm. So then we met at the Bank of America, the bank that um, you know I know everybody access where I do my business at. Um, we just went and did the transaction there. You know, he had some other cars. He um, had some Mike Moustakis red, mm-hmm. super, and asked if I was interested in those. I said, no. And then he told me, I asked about the card, and he said he actually pulled it from a pack. Really? Um, wow. His brother pulled it from a pack, and at the time, Mike Trout wasn't anybody. But since it was a one-of-one, one, they put it on the side. So he remembers his brother pulling it. So it's, it, they're the original owners. I have to ask you, because that card is a monster. What is it like to hold that card that you bought for $400,000? To be honest, to me, it's not a really a big deal. I mean, I got it. I put it away. I don't know. I'm just like kind of a different beast. You know, like I deal with high-end stuff all the time. So to me, it was a no-brainer. And it's, I mean, I guess for a normal collector or someone that's in it for just the hobby and trading purposes, it's like the monster, monster card. But for me, it's just, to me, it's really not a big deal. Um, I just know that it's, only one of one and i think he's gonna be the best player in modern day history and uh i think it's gonna be the most expensive card ever sold when i decide to sell it one day for those who don't know the story of how you actually acquired the trout superfractor walk me through the events leading up to the purchase and why you targeted that particular card well i remember um when i, I just got into ho- the business or hobby a, a year ago and someone told me i would the best cards ever get a trout. They said, I'll never find a red one. I'll never find an orange one. And then once I ended up getting, you know, seven oranges and one red. And then I saw the super on eBay a year ago and I, I put an offer for 200,000 and the guy wrote back and said, uh, it's actually not for sale. You know, he kind of was just showboating the card. Sure. So I said, if you won't take an offer, then why are you putting it up there? So he took it off. And then just out of the blue, like, you know, a couple months ago, I was on eBay I don't know why, because I haven't really been on eBay looking for cards. I saw sure. it on there for $400,000. I think I offered two hundred. He replied. No, he was asking for four ninety nine. I believe. I think 500 And I offered two hundred, dollars And then he replied and said, listen, I've gotten a lot of offers. It's going to take $400,000 to get it. So I just accepted it and hit it. And I didn't want to mess around. You know, I could have second-guessed myself. But I, to me, I don't want to nickel and dime over 50000 60000 Sure. I would just get the damn card and have it. <laughs> then, then after I got the card, people were like, wrote to me, other high collectors, like, oh, that was a genius move. Yeah. You know, I offered two fifty, two eighty, but, you know, they want to nickel dime over, you know, to me, I play the long-term game. Sure. What's 50, 60 grand, 100 grand when this card could be worth billions? So that's why I just hit four hundred and said, I'll pay you. Let's do this. I read a quote where you said if someone offered you $2 million right now, meaning after you bought the card, that you would turn it down. I'm sure you have a number in mind. What is your price expectation for that card? Cards not for sale. No, I mean, I got offered 600, 800. Those are serious. Another guy said a million, but I, this guy wasn't a reputable guy, but I know two guys that have money, mm-hmm. different guys offered me six and 800,000 like weeks after I bought it because you know, they never knew the car would be on eBay. You know, they would have bought it if they knew about it if it was at a big auction house. Sure. But um, I don't, I mean, I don't need the money. Like, and I know Trout's good for another 10 years, so I want to enjoy him watching him play, and I believe he's going to go to the Yankees. I mean, he can only go to a big market team. Right. Dodgers, Yankees, Cubs, or Red Sox. And once he goes to a big market team, cards will go through the roof. I'm hoping he goes to the Yankees. You know, I know he just bought a ton of land out there. Mm-hmm. So, in, in New Jersey. So, it goes out there, the card will double, triple, and, like I said, I don't know. I, probably five million, ten million. I mean, people might think I'm crazy, but people have always thought I was crazy, and I and I turned out pretty good in life. So, I mean, there's no dollar amount now. There's, it's not for sale right now. You know, I'm from Philadelphia, and he actually is a Philadelphia fan. So he may go to the Phillies. Would that be okay with you? I wouldn't want him to go to the Phillies. I know he's a big, 
<laughs> Eagles fan, and you know, he wants to go to the Phillies, but I, I'd rather have him go to the Yankees, Red Sox, and one of those big teams. Hopefully the Yankees, because that obviously will... Oh, no question. I mean, I'm just kind of talking being in a selfish way. That will double his uh, card overnight if you get to go to the Yankees as a free agent in 2020. Anyone going to the Yankees who is anybody in Major League Baseball, your cards, like you just mentioned, double, triple, and for Trout, it could quadruple. You just never know. Yeah. You know, it, it could be insane. Let's talk about your collection of Trouts. Obviously, you own the holy grail of that card, the Super Fractor, but you also have one red refractor and seven orange refractor autographs. How long did it take you to acquire all of them, and what's the plan moving forward for all of them? About a year. You know, a lot of people thought I was crazy. You know, they, I saw the red, and I think the guy, I paid 180 mm-hmm. You know, he thought he was ripping me off because he paid 100 and now I got offered 400 for it already like two months ago. And the wow. oranges at the time were worth 30 grand last year. And I had to get them from people. So I had to pay 30, up to 80 grand for some. A couple of them, one I paid 100,000 for because I have the only pristine 1010. I just recently bought the PSA 10 um, orange trout, other pop one. I had to pay 140,000 for it. Wow. But like I always, for me to get it out of people's collections, because no one wanted to sell them. Sure. But at the end of the day, money talks. If it's worth 30 and you drop 80 G's, they take it. The card's worth 80 and you offer 140 cash, they'll take it. So I had to, you know, play the long-term game. I had to pay double for them to part with it. Wow. Well, you know what? It's a great investment. And are you still actively going out there looking for more trouts? Uh, no, because the value's already through the roof. You know, if I could buy oranges under 100 grand, I would. But now you see gold's going for 100, 150 or plus. So I'm not going to pay a quarter million dollar for oranges when I already have some of them and I have the only PSA 10 and the only 10 10 from Beckett. So I really don't. I'm not going to go after any of them anymore. I mean, I'm good. You know, I'm good. I got seven <laughs> oranges, one red, and super. Well, I know you're a money guy, and these are strictly investments. But since you have them in your possession, do you think you'll keep any of them for yourself? No, no. One day they're going to be all for sale. You know, I'll probably some, find someone if he goes to the Yankees, some rich guy. You know, that wants to buy everything, <laughs> and make one deal. I'm not going to keep them. You know, I'm going to enjoy it. Trout. I watch all the games now. I'm kind of an Angels fan now. I watch all his games, but um, keeps me. You know, I watch sports every day, anyways, for my business. But eventually, they'll all be for sale, and um, I'm never. I'm not going to keep any of them, but I'm not going to sell them anytime soon. I'm curious. The only time I'll market it, maybe sell it after he signs his free agent contract in 2020. I'm curious because you're thinking one thing, and obviously buyers are thinking another thing. They always try to get a bargain off of you. If you had to package all of those cards, so you have what nine cards in total of trout. What would it take to get them out of your hands? When? Now? Now, five years from now, two months from now, whenever. Know, after sale. 10 million? Call me crazy. Otherwise, I don't want to sell it right now. So 10 million I is the, the target price. I, I hear you, but you know, $10 million is a lot of money, but also $8 million is a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, they're not for sale. So I, don't, I couldn't even put a number. You're catching me, you know, at a right <laughs> deal with this. But, you know, so I mean, just putting a number up there. If someone offered me $5 million for all of them right now, my answer would be no. I can tell you that. I've said that the 09 Bowman Chrome Trout autograph card could one day surpass the 52 Tops Mickey Mantle as a new face of the hobby. From an investment standpoint, I'm sure you're banking on it, but do you think that card has the ability to bypass, not just from a monetary point of view, but also as a general consensus as being the most iconic baseball card ever produced? I believe so, and I'm not being biased because you know what? The mantle keeps going up, and he's going up while he's laying in his grave. We'll probably never see another person this generation or our kids' generation as good as Mike Trout, Mm -hmm. and he's 
the best player in the world playing on the worst team every single year with Pujols hitting behind him and Upton and nobody that can get on base in front of him. You know, if they could just get a leadoff hitter, a D Gordon to bat first and someone that could protect him on the plate, he'd be money. The problem is he has no support. Once he goes to a team, could you imagine with Altuve in front of him? Could oh, you imagine on the Red Sox with Mookie Betts in front of him? This guy would have 50, 60 home runs yep. and 150, 180 RBIs. Trout's up every single game with nobody on base. No one's ever on base when he comes up. Once he has a surrounding cast, it's game over. He's going to put up insane numbers, and he's only getting stronger, better. Just need him to stop stealing bases and hurting his thumbs, and we're good to go. Do you think he really has to go to the East Coast to have his card, this card in particular, do what it should do in the hobby? Because I think the West Coast just hurts him right now. Yeah, I mean, no one sees him. All the yeah, exactly. games are at 7 o'clock at night here, you know, Vegas time, which is 10 p.m. East Coast. It's 1 a.m. when it ends. They're sleeping. And who wants to watch the last place Angels? People don't know how good this guy is. They don't see him. And plus, like I said, there's no point to watch him. There's no one else that's even decent on the team. So once he's on the surrounding cast and he plays on a different team, and mm-hmm. you know, if he's on the Yankees or Red Sox and people get to real see his talent, I think the world really doesn't even know how great Mike Trout is. And plus, he's a very quiet, humble guy. He doesn't market. He's not aggressive on social media. So still a hidden treasure to me. Absolutely. Do you think your purchase, the $400,000 purchase, do you think that helped the card in general? Meaning... Obviously, the superfractor, obviously the red, the orange, the gold, and even the standard issue of that card. Do you think people look at that card differently after you bought it, or do you think that they overlook the purchase of that card? No, I just think it, it actually raised self-awareness that there are people that's willing to pay this kind of money for a 2009 card. I mean, look what happened now. The a gold sold for 120000 The you know, The regular fractors are selling for ten twenty-five thousand, you know, ten and up to $25,000, and there's 500 made. I mean... If that's going for that kind of price, what do you think a red and an orange and a super is going to be? I mean, all the prices have climbed, and he's probably going to win the MVP again, mm-hmm. and he's going to finish on the last place team. Obviously, I doubt you regret purchasing that card, because what was it actually valued at after his 1,000th game? I mean, I, I really don't know. It's all about what someone's willing to pay. You know what I'm saying? People can always say it's worth this much. Beckett can say it's worth that much. Ultimately, at the end of the day, what someone's willing to pay. Just like when Evan sold the mantle, it's worth $2.9 million because that's what someone was willing to pay. You know, I mean, I got as soon as I bought the trout, I got offered all the way up $600, $800, and a million dollars. The card, I, I declined all offers. So at the end of the day, it's what someone's willing to pay. Otherwise, it's just stop. I did read that it was actually valued at a million dollars after his 1,000th game. Well, some people said that there was an article about it that um, someone wrote about it, and they tagged me in the article. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day... You know, it's not a million dollars until I sell it for a million dollars. So, right. it's all, you know, it, people can say what it's worth, but I'll tell you right now, it's worth way more than $400,000. <laughs> Dave, where can people find you on social media? Because obviously you have a lot more investments going on in the hobby. And I just want to get you out there in terms of your platform so people can follow you. I appreciate it. Um, under Instagram, um, it's Vegas Dave. So ITS Vegas Dave. So at it's Vegas Dave for Instagram and then for Facebook, it's just Vegas Dave. There's a lot of Facebook pages of me, but just look for the blue verified check mark for the Facebook for Vegas Dave. That's me. But I post a lot of my baseball, the trouts on my Instagram at it's Vegas Dave. And um, the only other guy I do collect is Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the long-term game of that. So I post a lot of cards of him as well. So occasionally if you follow me on those platforms, you'll see me uh, post pictures of the trout in the car collection. Dave, I appreciate you coming on. Great story, awesome card, and best of luck with that. I appreciate it. Stay in touch, and um, let's hope he goes to the Yankees and not your film. (laughs) (laughs) A special thank you to Vegas Dave, Dave Wancha, for joining me. 
It was great to learn more about his acquisitions of various 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft Mike Trout autograph cards and to discuss the future outlook of that card in general. I appreciate everyone who took the time to listen to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review and rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris Stuber and at BB Cards Daily. I'm Chris Stuber, and this has been the Baseball Cards Daily Podcast.